0: About a year ago a client of mine asked me to explain bipolar disorder to him. A complex task to say the least. We had a discussion about symptoms and treatment. This client, I will call him William, was in his early 30s, unemployed and living at home with his parents. He was depressed about his living situation and he would often spend the majority of his time isolated in his room watching TV or surfing the internet. His self-described lifestyle was a redundant sedentary state of apathy. Each day was a struggle where basic self-care was an uphill battle. For William, his life was more than depression, it was exhausting and nihilistic. William was resistant to treatment, and had been criticized by family, friends, and his psychiatrist for not cooperating. He was being told what to do, what pills to take, what thoughts to think and his family had coerced him into seeing me for therapy. This man suffered from very painful symptoms yet he remained resistant to therapy and medication. Basic Respect Noncompliance in clients with mental illness is not uncommon in my field. Unfortunately, it is quite common for clinicians to fail in developing rapport with these clients. Treating a client like a person by communicating and showing basic respect is a standard all healthcare providers need to be reminded of. This is especially true for those who have the privilege of doing psychotherapy. Psychiatrists, psychologists, clinical social workers and counselors all practice psychotherapy. These professionals may have power to help vulnerable clients, but that power can be abused, or used carelessly, if clinicians forget that their task is to respectfully help the human being who seeks guidance and possibly treatment. In my training, I was taught to be sensitive and mindful to the power dynamic between myself and the client. Therapists and healthcare professionals can help their clients by seeing them as people, not as things to be labeled or even objectified. After six months of working with my client who had been diagnosed with bipolar disorder, he started to report relief decreased mania, less depression, less anxiety and a more stable mood. He had started coming to therapy weekly since the beginning of our therapy relationship. He eventually became medication compliant. He started exercising, eating healthier and taking better care of himself. These were choices he made. In one of our sessions I asked him why he thought he had improved his life and found relief from his symptoms. He said thank you for helping me as he started crying. He said no one took me seriously but when we met I felt like you treated me with respect and you didn't try to force me to accept my mental illness or follow treatment. Therapy has helped me to take life more seriously. I realized in that moment, that when we first began therapy, I felt vulnerable as the client started interrogating me about bipolar and the validity of therapy. I felt the pull to convince him or prove to him that he was very ill and needed therapy. I also felt challenged and realized how valid and important his questions were. Instead of seeing him as defensive I thanked him for his questions, and I told him I wanted to think about them before giving him an answer. I also told him I was curious what he felt he needed to overcome his suffering. I asked him to think about this for a few weeks. After several weeks of therapy we began to look forward to our meetings as we started to build rapport. We developed an authentic relationship based on mutual respect. This client helped me see my limits and gaps in knowledge regarding bipolar disorder. This therapy has been a humbling experience. The irony of our relationship is that he trusted me even though my answers to his initial questions about bipolar disorder were insufficient. My guess is that he trusted our relationship and I trusted him.